entering the Nerd Knighted Nations podcast. Ah! Now, here's your ambassadors, Melissa Nicholson <laughs> and Jared Boots. Greetings, nerds, nerdettes, junior ambassadors. Welcome to the Nerd United Nations podcast. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We can eat everything with pumpkin in it. We can have our Frankenberry, our Count Chocolate, our Boo Berry. Unfortunately, no fruit, boot, or fruity, yummy, mummy. Uh, there's pumpkin in everything nowadays. Uh, people got their Uggs out. We got our flannels on and our thermals. And it's about that time of year where a special magical being will uh, bring us all the treats and goodies we want. Of course, I'm talking about the great pumpkin. And I cannot wait in this pumpkin patch alone. I, of course, brought my fellow ambassador with me from the great white north of Canada, Miss Melissa Nicholson. Melissa, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, it's so nice and cool out right now. I'm loving it. And... uh I should also mention we are joined by two special guests that are popping in and out. Of course, they are my cats, Shadow and Little Miss Binks, who are also in the Halloween spirit with their cute Halloween collars, if bow ties, if you saw them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be joining us in and out throughout the, the show today. So how's it going up in Canada? It's, it's going pretty good. Been enjoying the cooler weather and uh, at the... Warm weather is now leaving us. <laughs> About damn time. I know. It's, ugh, it's been brutal. <laughs> B-R-Oodle. Mm-hmm. So, so, like every... I have to ask you a question, Melissa. What are you going to ask the Great Pumpkin for this year? Uh, my sanity back? Maybe. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> uh, Halloween all year round. That'd work. Uh, that'd be awesome. That would. I'd be okay. <laughs> that or at least keep the cool weather. Around. I'll keep the fifty to seventy degree, fifty to sixty degree weather year round. I'll keep that. Right. I'd love that. <laughs> what would you ask the great pumpkin for? Uh, besides monster cereal being sold year round again. Uh, maybe I'll ask him for a football or an avalanche Stanley cup. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're 10 to one odds right now. So time of this recording, we're 10 to one odds to win the cup tied for third best. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yep. Take it and run with it. <laughs> considering the college football, <laughs> considering the college football system is screwing my Northwestern wildcats over. <laughs> In the ranking system. <laughs> uh, what else is that's, new? That's a, that's a different rant for a different day. <laughs> so today, as you read by the title, we're not going to do anything controversial today. Like spitting off stuff like how David Harbour is a better hellboy than Ron Perlman. Hey, that's just speaking truth. <laughs> Oh, but today, throw down. <laughs> well, today we're gonna we're gonna try to 
bringing as much Halloween content as we can between September and October because, as you can tell, me and Melissa are huge nuts about Halloween in the fall season in particular. Speaking of nuts, that's a great segue. We're talking about the peanuts. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. (laughs) And uh, the reason why we chose peanuts, it's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, is it's simple. Well, two simple reasons. One, it's a classic, and two, it's got two U's in it, so Melissa was all for it. Oh, yeah. Team letter U over here. That's all they do in Canada. I'm surprised Canada's not spelled with a U. It's going to be Canada. <laughs> so, it's not a special anniversary for the Great Pumpkin this year. Um, it would be the 53rd annual? 53rd anniversary? Because it's 1966. That so would make it, what, 50, 53 this year. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, what we decided to do is we're going to do a commentary track to this. And we're going to play with the sound off because we do not own the rights to it. And we do not want to get sued by the Schultz family estate or anybody else. That would not be good. Or by Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Technically, no. I think they, they owe me some money for butchering Justice League. <laughs> yeah, well, really. Or they we should, should go, to, go should after be. AT&T for that, actually. <laughs> Yep, you should have paid us to watch it. Seriously, oh, it'd be nice to pay to watch it. Hey, release the Snyder cut. We'll call it good. Mm-hmm. Really show the movie how it was supposed to be, uh, as God intended it. Yep. <laughs> so, Melissa, what's your history at the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Not, not much history actually, because I didn't. I don't think I watched it until maybe within the last probably few years, if, I, really? if I'm brutally honest. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something that I watched um, as a kid. Like, I watched, like, the, the Christmas one, of course, um, mm-hmm. but not this one. So, yeah, it's only been within, like, the last few years that I've actually seen it, which I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? Well, <laughs> uh, how, how big how big was that rock that you were living under? <laughs> uh, really big. <laughs> well, that's that's a fun inside joke too, because we get a lot of rocks in this one too. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all all those all those rocks that Charlie gets for trick or treat, uh, that's those are the rocks that Melissa's been living under. Yep. But she wasn't watching the Great Pumpkin, and then again, she didn't get that reference. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where all these rocks keep coming from? Who's that kid in the all the holes in his sheet? <laughs> so, what was your first reaction when you saw it? Did it live up to? Uh, is it revered as a classic up in Canada? I, I think so. Um, although I don't know, because I wasn't a, like there wasn't a lot of people around me that were like, "Oh, you gotta," you know, that we're all about it, but. I think so. I think it's, it's, you know, it's one of those classic movies that you just, you know, everybody has to see at least once, if not more times over. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't get a lot of, there's not, a, it doesn't sound like there's as many memorable Halloween specials besides this one and Gar- the yeah. Garfield one is good too. Have you seen the Garfield one? 
I think so. It's been a while well, since I've seen it. But. We'll have to do that one this year, too. Uh, uh, was it Garfield's Halloween Spectacular, where he goes yeah. trick-or-treating with Odie dressed as pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... I, I do have a I do have a love for this one though I love I I'm just a huge fan of the Peanuts and Charlie Brown in general, and every time people pop up like Hey, name three fictional characters that describe you. I usually put Charlie Brown as one of them. <laughs> but uh, um, this is a movie I I've watched it numerous times since I was a kid, and now since I've grown to my adult years, since I bought it, I finally decided to make the the jump to buy it on DVD a few years ago, and um. I think the only special I don't only holiday special I don't own from the Peanuts is the Thanksgiving one, which I need to remedy that here pretty soon. But this, uh, I watch the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown every every six six or six months. I'll watch it in the middle of summer. I'll watch it in the middle of winter. It's just that good of a just that good of a movie to me. Or animated short. It's only what twenty minutes long, twenty five minutes, and like I said, it's a classic down here in America. It's like everybody watches it every Halloween down here. I can't get enough of it. It's so memorable and quotable. Like I quote, I don't know how many times I say, I got a rock. <laughs> it makes you wonder, who gives a kid a rock? Right? How come all the kids get candy and Charlie Brown gets a rock? I think it's just his well. Hopefully he saves those rocks and he like throws them through people's windows when he walks or runs away. Yeah. This is why you didn't give me candy. <laughs> there is a special Sunday where Charlie Brown does snap for everybody picking on him, being the butt of everybody's joke. Yep. <laughs> so Melissa, now that you've been watching this over the last few years, is this something you watch to get you in the Halloween spirit? Yeah. Or some, it's a must watch it is it's like it's well you know a lot of these you can watch all year round really but there's some that you just you know you have to you know you have to watch just before Halloween or in that Halloween season to get you into it and that's yeah this one is one of them definitely along with you know your nightmare before Christmas and all that yeah. stuff yeah. that's something to watch like every other month yeah. <laughs> oh, don't say that now because that's going to start the debate. Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? It's both. It is honestly both. No, oh, screw it. Just watch it at Thanksgiving. Get the best of both worlds. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's how it's got to be. <laughs> or just be like me and watch it every other month. Yep. I know. I could watch it anytime. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's such a such a good film and. You know, so. But we're not here to talk about the name before Christmas as much as I'd love to. We could do that'd be a, that'd be a five hour long episode, just oh, like yeah, a, just like us talk about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker laugh. It'd oh, be a five hour long episode. Oh, it will be. <laughs> so, if you want to watch along with us at home, we are going to do an actual commentary track like you hear, and only hopefully we can make this one interesting. Unlike, unlike most commentary tracks you hear when it comes to TV shows and movies, hopefully we'll make this one interesting. And there may be long parts of silence here and there, but uh, hopefully we'll try to keep it somewhat interesting. Um, if you are following along with us, 
Right, we have it queued up to just as Linus and Lucy are about ready to walk out of their house. So, on three, one, two, three, and we're off. First, good old Linus. Oh, right. he doesn't even, doesn't even wash the apple first. Nope. <laughs> and now and he's he just, out the way. He eats half of it and throws it out. Like, really? Come Linus, they're, star- they're starving kids in uh, China, Linus. <laughs> this, is probably one of the, this is probably one of the most happy-go-lucky times you ever see, Linus. So he's a true Halloween kid at heart. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I love always all excited about it. Like, you got to pick the right <laughs> pumpkin and, like... <laughs> I love how the pumpkin is like as big as he is. <laughs> yeah. We're about ready to come up to the classic gif we've been seeing online now. It starts right about August when you see the gif of Linus rolling the pumpkin. <laughs> here we go. It doesn't fit through the fence, and here we go. What happened to his blanket? Where's his blanket? It's gone. What the heck? <laughs> I've watched this movie a hundred times. I just noticed his blanket was missing. <laughs> dropped it, I guess. I don't know how that didn't smash either, but right. Cartoon, cartoon logic. This movie, I love this movie so much. I'm willing to, I'm willing to, I'll, I'll allow it. Yep. <laughs> Can't think about it too hard. And here we go. We're gonna have a classic line coming up. You didn't tell me you're gonna kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of that knife. Right. Lucy's Lucy's got some deep-seated anger issues. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tell me you were going to kill it. (laughs) We got a classic intro here with this. Melissa, you ever watched the uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors? Yes. I think it's, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's, I think it's number two is where outside the Simpsons house, you see the Charlie Brown kids run by the house. Yeah. Sidewalk. (laughs) Classic opening. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Snoopy. Everybody's favorite Peanuts character, hands down. Mm Mm-hmm. And for you people that follow RNF Haberdash, probably one of my favorite cartoon dogs of all time is Snoopy. I think this is really the one special where Linus really shines in the most because it, it's more focused around him. Yeah, like he because yeah, usually he's like in the in the background and you know. another another scene without his blanket again. <laughs> yeah, ever jumping leaves with a wet sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Rules to, <laughs> rules to live by. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, if anything, is there anything more iconic in Peanuts than Charlie Brown and the football? I don't know. Have you ever seen, do you ever watch Robot Chicken? I haven't watched it, no. They did a stop motion of Charlie Brown. It's a great pumpkin one where uh, it starts off. One of the opening scenes is Charlie Brown doing the kick the football. And he ends up kicking Lucy. Because <laughs> that's for all the years of humiliation, you bitch. <laughs> and, and then uh, 
then the great pumpkin does come to life and he starts attacking all the kids and uh charlie brown's the only one that survives and it's the the kite eating tree that ends up killing the great pumpkin <laughs> yeah i need to see that now I'll, I'll see if I can find it. If if it's a lot, if it's viewable in Canada, I'll have to send it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, Lucy breaks the written agreement that she wouldn't move the football, but wouldn't you know it? It wasn't notarized. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dear and, great pump. And come on, who wouldn't do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. I'm not going to do anything. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't notarized. <laughs> Classic Charlie Brown. And like the one time she doesn't pull the ball away, Charlie Brown kicks her, (laughs) breaks her hand or breaks her arm or something. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? She can't be mad. That's turnabout's fair play, Lucy. Yep. Totally fair. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. (laughs) Anyway, as we were talking, this is a episode. This is a special where he. You see a different belief, out of, or you see a different uh, version of Linus being all excited and so light. But now it's, you really see Charlie Brown being condescending in this one now too. Like so different, different. Uh, you don't really see Charlie Brown in this kind of light very much either. Just kind of making fun, being on the. Well, he's still on the receiving end of the jokes, but you don't see him uh, talking down to somebody. No. So much. Usually, he's the one that wants to help everybody, or and being the butt of everybody's jokes. Yeah. Kind of, kind of interesting. Like they, they kind of switched roles a little bit in this one. Like, yeah, or Linus is is the spotlight, and then Charlie Brown's kind of in the background, but then he's also not being sort of his usual self. That's kind of interesting. And it's. Good to see Linus get this uh, treatment a little bit. Yeah. If you really are fake, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Say it to so many people. <laughs> if you really are fake, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's good old Sally, who end up would who eventually end up essentially. Uh, do you ever hear about the Charlotte Braun incident with peanuts? No. So apparently, uh, allegedly, uh, oh, I've seen it actually online, but I heard. Oh, I never noticed that Lucy's on the TV guy. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Linus says blanket back. We finally got it back. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined in the studio by Shadow, as you've probably seen her pop up on the United uh, Nations page. Here, uh, Linus working his classic uh, blanket skills. Yeah. And he got it right in the first try. I can't believe that. <laughs> um, that takes serious skill, man. I couldn't do that. <laughs> No happy day for Charlie Brown. He finally got invited to a party. <laughs> to find out he was probably invited <laughs> invited by mistake. Yep. <laughs> which which reminds me, have you ever seen uh here make another reference here? Have you ever watched the Oblongs? Very short lived cartoon. Nope. 
well, there's these popular kids called uh, the Debbies, and he's like five girls that all look the same, and they're all named Debbie, and one of them's having a party, and she doesn't, <laughs> she uh, makes fake invitations for the unpopular kids, and she doesn't even make one for the main unpopular kid, Milo. She's as if I didn't even make you a fake one. <laughs> He goes, hey, it's so unfair that you don't fake invite every, you don't not invite everybody else. The teacher goes, Debbie, you really are. She takes a hoe. You can have hers, crybaby. Oh, great. No, I don't get fake invited. <laughs> As I was talking, you missed a classic line with Lucy, how you mentioned that your costume has to match your personality, how important it is. And of course, Lucy puts on a witch mask. <laughs> <laughs> if the shoe fits, wear it. Yep. <laughs> And, but Charlie Brown has the most iconic costume in this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to use scissors. <laughs> <laughs> or I said, I'm no, I'm no good with scissors. I think it is. I think so, yeah. But uh, going back to the Oblongs episode, uh, she takes away the invitation from another unpopular kid. He goes, oh, great. Now I don't get fake invited. To which the teacher uh, says, Debbie, you should have made... Fake invites for all the unpopular children. <laughs> which, Debbie, which Debbie replies, you know what? You try to do something mean and cruel and it just blows up in your face. <laughs> if, if you can find the oblongs online, watch it. It's definitely awesome. Okay. I'm going to make note of that and remember to watch. There's only, only 13 episodes, so it was very short-lived. Will Ferrell's the voice of the dad. He is hilarious. And of course, our my boy Billy West does like half the cast. <laughs> he actually re, he actually retweeted me one time talking about the Oblongs. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't forget good old Pigpen. The only one you can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who's saluting Snoopy there? Because it's. So as far as I know, Charlie Brown's the one that wears yellow, but it doesn't have a million holes in the sheet. Yeah. Now this kind of kept, the only I think the main thing that this episode, this special catches fire for is the Red Baron stuff because it's thrown in there as filler. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't really fit in, but I'll allow because you got so much great great pumpkin content. Yeah. But talk about dedication to the craft, man. Because I love trick-or-treating as a kid. And Linus is willing to blow off trick-or-treating to wait for the Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at the eternal the eternal optimism he has. Because he does it year after year after year. Yeah. You think that we could ever do... Somebody could write a special about... Almost in the vein of Hook or Christopher Robin. Where Linus has to remember he was waiting for the Great Pumpkin again. Mm. Like he forgot who he was. Yeah. Maybe we can make a comic out of that. That'd be kind of interesting. Pitch it to the, pitch it to the Schultz estate. Yeah. It has to be, have that effect of like Hook or Christopher Robin, where the titular child grows up and he has to remember who he is again. Mm-hmm. Here's Sally, so in love with Linus, she's going to give up trick or treats too. <laughs> Yeah. So, what do you think the great pumpkin actually looks like? A pumpkin? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> if your next, if your next, uh, 
your next comment is, and he's pretty great, then get out of my pumpkin patch. <laughs> I'll keep that to myself then. <laughs> keep keep your punny attitude for when we have a face off against you and Tim Rooney. Oh boy. Maybe we'll th- make a triple threat match and throw Wes in there too. Oh shit. That that would be uh that would get interesting. <laughs> Look, Lucy's getting a whole handful of candy. It's just collect for her stupid brother. Which, I guess they went off the honesty there. And he gets one piece. Yeah. These fam- these p- families are being really generous. And one rock for Charlie Brown. These people, man. Even the adults crap on Charlie Brown. Oh, right. There needs to be a to go along. We'll make it a two-part comic book, a double a double edition with a in part two of Charlie Brown being like Michael Douglas and falling down or Death Wish, just getting revenge on all these people for giving them rocks. <laughs> like for once, this kid's not the butt of the joke. You think when episode starts off, all of a sudden now he's getting rocks instead of candy like what the heck man <laughs> that's why you can't have nice things <laughs> society's not letting them have nice things that's why i feel bad for charlie brown but that's why i love the have you seen the cg animated uh peanuts movie that came out a few years ago yeah i love that one because charlie charlie brown finally wins in that one Mm-hmm. And he does all these nice things for people, and he just comes. It's nice to see Charlie Brown come out on top for a change. Yeah. And he still keeps, despite the fact that he gets crapped on so much, he still keeps that positive attitude and keeps forging through. Like he gave up his mag, he gave up his uh, magic routine to help his sister with her uh, talent and. He confessed about was it Peppermint Patty being the genius in that school, which nobody saw coming. Yeah. <laughs> and still got the girl at the end. Mm-hmm. We got back to more Red Baron filler. I think so many people today should be lucky to have a, an imagination like Snoopy does. Right. Amazing how he can turn upside down in his doghouse and not fall off without not being strapped in. I know. <laughs> I wondered about that. It's like, really? How are you doing that? You like super glue your butt to it or something? <laughs> Car- cartoon logic. Yep. Let it go. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Apparently, a stormtrooper is shooting at him because he's not getting hit with a single shot. <laughs> it's at the doghouse. It's the same people that shot the Firefly family at the end of Devil's Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> it's interestingly chose World War One for this. Yeah. The special has been around since the sixties, and we're only about what fifteen, about just under twenty years removed from World War Two at that time. So, yeah. Army crawl. Well, at least, at least some of this, uh, at least some of the Red Baron does play off later. It does weave into the story a little bit when he shows up to the Halloween party and when he shows up at the pumpkin patch. So, 
Yeah. It's not all for nothing, but maybe a little more of a more of a Halloween style adventure for Snoopy instead of Red Baron thing. Mm. I forever I forget whose party it's Violet's party, isn't it? Violet's one that throws the party. I think yeah. Here we are back to ridicule Linus some more. <laughs> Seems like they're and keep the continuity in line. Had so many different ghosts in that pile. Like you know, you know which one Pigpen is. You know which one Lucy is. You know which one Charlie Brown is. <laughs> Lucy standing by her man. Yep. <laughs> At the same time, giving him an earful. Yep. So if, so if you're Sally, at what point do you, do you really wait all the way till the end like her to get frustrated about missing out on all this stuff? Or I think so. Be like at the end, be like, really? <laughs> okay, back this here we are. For nothing. Here we are. Now we're at Violet's Halloween party and back to Charlie Brown being the butt of the jokes now that Linus isn't around right now. <laughs> Somebody asked him, so it's going to be him. Let's say Charlie, Charlie Brown's got a very smooth surface on the back of his head. Yes. And he and he holds amazingly still, because speaking of somebody who used to uh, paint kids' faces, they do not sit still that easily. No, they don't. <laughs> I think Charlie Brown just held the world's record for a child to sit still the longest. Yeah, <laughs> they have something painted or drawn on them. And here we are, Snoopy, still trekking his way through France. Gotta love Snoopy. Yeah, it's like that gift. The other, I think, the two big peanuts gifts you see online anymore now is right around August is when the Linus and the pumpkin one shows up. But then you got the uh, one with, uh, if you're ever having a bad day, watch this clip of Charlie Brown meeting Snoopy for the first time. That's always a classic one. Yeah. And Snoopy with the stealth popping out of the bobbin for apples. <laughs> like a like a ninja. Yeah. Now the whole party's going to smell like wet dog now. Yeah. Uh. Good old Schroeder. At least Snoopy's having a good time. Yeah. You know what? Schroeder's not wearing a costume, though. Maybe he's like uh, Christina Ricci's version of Wednesday Adams at the end of the first Adams Family movie. I'm dressed as a psychopath. I'm dressed as a psychopath. (laughs) Oh, poor Snoopy. (laughs) 
So what do you think the other kids are? Do you think the kids are just sitting there watching Charlie and Snoopy acting doing this? Probably. <laughs> that, would, that would definitely draw my attention away from bobbing for apples. <laughs> like, what the heck is your dog doing, Charlie Brown? <laughs> <laughs> How come your dog has more personality than you do? <laughs> yeah. Did Linus have his blanket with him when he was waiting in the pumpkin patch? Uh, I don't think so. Linus would be a real gentleman and wrap it around Sally. She's starting to get cold. Mm. But he's not. Jeez. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> he's only like 10, so he doesn't yeah. know these things. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, Sally's starting to get a little pissed. Okay, man, you agreed to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh. There he is. Here comes the big reveal of the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> Linus gets so excited he faints. <laughs> but it makes an incredibly quick recovery though <laughs> and to confirm he does not have his blanket with him what happened <laughs> trick or treats I didn't get trick or treats <laughs> He's taking all this verbal abuse pretty well. Yeah. So do you think if Linus would have gone trick-or-treating, he would have, do you think he'd cut holes in his blanket and be a, a blue ghost? Maybe. Or just be a ghost with a ghost carrying a blanket? <laughs> It'd be a ghost carrying a blanket. I don't think he would dare. Really, well, he's used his, he's used his uh, blanket to throw over his head before, but I don't think he'd cut holes in it, though. No, maybe not. <laughs> Nothing like a woman been scorned for tricks or treats. <laughs> That's a good one. I use that one or uh, one from Mallrats. Hell hath no fear like a woman scorned for Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody took their costumes off to go make fun of Linus again. Great pumpkin, where are you? Four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So the dude, not all parents exist in this universe because the Van Pelts not notice that they have a child missing at four o'clock in the morning. I don't think so. You never see anybody. Well, where'd the blanket come from? I don't know. Do <laughs> you have it hiding under a pumpkin or what? He must have uh, deep pockets like Bag and Sag and Berry from all that. So he can conceal his blanket in his pocket and 
You can uh, never tell he's got it on him. Yeah. Good for Lucy. Drug him all the way to the house without waking him up. I don't know where they're... I'm assuming this is supposed to take place in California or Florida. It's November 1st, and they're outside without long sleeves on. November 1st, you're usually in long sleeves and, and jeans. Yep. We're mourning the loss of uh, Halloween on November 1st, but usually I start listening to Christmas music November 1st. <laughs> get, get me in the spirit. Oh, yeah. I start making my uh, my Christmas playlist on Spotify and... Yeah. <laughs> and we've ar- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Dig out my uh, Christmas records that I have. So <laughs> <laughs> here we are. We reached the end credits, and Linus was going on his rant about not stopping believing the Great Pumpkin. So I still say we should, we should, we should write a comic, write it and draw it about Linus grows up and he needs to go back to believing the Great Pumpkin. Yeah, I think that'd be a great story. Yeah. Well, we've got we we got it with Hook. We got it with. Uh, Christopher Robin this past year and now we've seen it it's been circulating on the internet for years and years and I get tagged into a lot of uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes on his deathbed and spending one more moment with Hobbes somebody wrote that story which it doesn't take much to bring a tear to my eye but that one gets me every time because I'm a huge Calvin and Hobbes fan who actually does sport a similar outfit to Linus, so it ties in there. Mm-hmm. So, Melissa, what do you think about this viewing of Great Pumpkin? Anything stand out to you? I don't know about anything standing out, but it's a it's always a good a good uh, thing to watch. Always, you, you can never get like tired of it, you know. But I think it's just it's such a classic. So, but I always love you know when they're trick or treating and you know everybody gets the candy and I go to rock. <laughs> so, so be sure to look for the Nerd Nation's first comic book. It's a two. It's going to be a double story. One with Charlie Brown getting his revenge, and one with Linus, I mean adult Linus, needing to find himself. But yeah. do we keep it in true peanuts fashion and not show him as an adult? <laughs> we just have to take his word that it's him. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Sally's kids are like looking up to him. Or well, that could be another story in itself too. Is Linus teaching his kids about the Great Pumpkin? Yeah, that could because it could be the one story of him finding himself, and then the next one, you know, later on, you know. His kids and teaching them about it. So, could totally do that. Well, we'll be able to write, write Linus and Sally's dialogue. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to say, on this viewing, I, I've seen this movie a thousand times. And I've never noticed that Lucy was on the freaking cover of the TV guide she was watching. I don't, think I don't, know, how many, I don't know how many times they snuck that by me. Like, <laughs> it's like when we did a Revenge of the Nerds episode and I've seen Revenge of the Nerds a million times since I was four years old and I 
you pick up little things about like when you and Jefferson's at the party and you see his face, facial reactions at the party and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or like when you, when you had pointed out to me the, the director's laugh at the yeah. end of the one scene and like, I hadn't heard that. And then I listened, I watched it again a little bit after and I'm like, I heard it. <laughs> it's so it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like the cowbell from don't fear the reaper. Yeah, but I used to love that sketch in SNL before they overplayed the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. But what it was is, uh, I never heard the cowbell and "Don't Fear the Reaper" until that SNL sketch came out. Now every time I hear "Don't Fear the Reaper," unless I'm listening to the hymn version, there's no cowbell in the hymn version. But uh, every time I hear "Blue Oyster Cult," "Don't Fear the Reaper," I can hear that damn cowbell <laughs> every damn <laughs> time. It's all you hear. It's just shadow, like, oh. <laughs> shadow, shadow. Before you leave the studio, do you have any thoughts on the Great Pumpkin? She said she liked the black cat decorations in the background of Violet's house. Uh-huh. Kudos to Violet. Yep. <laughs> but other than like, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but I never know or the special, but I never noticed that. Lucy's on the cover of the TV guide and and how many times Linus doesn't have his blanket with him because he's just used to seeing it's iconic like yeah he always has it with him so yeah it's I I kind of realized that too just watching and it's like yeah I didn't realize he doesn't have his blanket for most most of it until those small scenes where he does <laughs> like where does it go <laughs> You know what other character doesn't appear in this at all? Wood, Woodstock. Oh, yeah. That's right. What do you think Woodstock would have dressed as? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Was Sesame Street a thing back in 66? I'm not sure. Maybe he would dress as Big Bird. Yeah. That would be funny. I don't think I don't think Woodstock's in the uh, Christmas special either. I don't think I know, so. I know he's in the Thanksgiving one because that caught a lot of uproar last year. Well, imagine that in 2019, 2018, the last few years, young kids are being offended by things and pointing out things like, and uh, it's uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving was under fire for. Uh, Franklin sitting by himself on one side of the table. And then uh, some people sort of point out that there's cannibalism in Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown special, because Woodstock's eating turkey at the end of the the special. Because it turns out Snoopy was a jerk, and he was holding out on the Charlie Brown and his friends the whole time. And he had turkey the whole time. But all in all, Snoopy's not the biggest jerk in the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It's Peppermint Patty for inviting herself to the to the party. Yeah. Then bringing Marcy and Franklin with. But uh, then somebody pointed out to me, I think it was on uh, Real Fans Real Movies, Andy was talking when Andy was Andy and Scott and Michael were doing their Thanksgiving special special where they review Thanksgiving specials. And one of them brought up that Lucy doesn't get invited to Gra- Charlie Brown's grandma grandma's house. <laughs> so there's got to be a reason for that. Yeah. 
So any any final thoughts on uh, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Um, just things we don't talk about at the dinner table: religion, politics, and the great pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Now, are you taking that from this movie, or are you taking it from when Rob Zombie said it on the Nerdist podcast? Because, you know, I'm a Nerdist listener, too, so you cannot slip yes. that one by me. I know. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I, ever since I heard that in the episode, I forgot about that quote, and I say it all the time. Yeah, they really dove into talking about that, about peanuts and how they're all depressed in the next yeah. Crisis and <laughs> how the how they how they play the Christmas song during the like, sort of rest of development. Oh, yeah. He'd <laughs> ask his parents, "How come we don't talk about religion, politics, or the Great Pumpkin?" <laughs> so, so, how old were you when your parents told you the Great Pumpkin wasn't real? Uh, they never told me. <laughs> And I hope I don't want to crush your dreams because I was uh, hoping you'd reply with, what do you mean he's not real? <laughs> I still believe. Yep. I'll believe. I believe in him. I believe in Santa Claus. I believe in Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to quote Electric Mayhem from the Muppet movie, there's nothing you can't do. Even Santa Claus believes in you. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> uh, another good Halloween episode. I, I just this, like we said, this this is a classic. And if you haven't watched it, crawl out from your pile of Charlie Brown's Trick or Treat rocks. Do yourself a favor and watch. This is especially you can watch in the middle of June. You can watch it in July. Watch it in January. Mm-hmm. This because this one of the three big holiday specials. This one gets the most play out of me because it just gets you in a Halloween spirit or. I'll watch the I'll watch Merry Christmas Charlie Brown every once in a while, but not as often as I watch this one. Yeah, definitely. Like I have, yeah, like I've I've definitely watched this one a lot more than the Christmas one. So, but the Christmas one is a must watch for uh, for the Christmassy season. Which yeah. maybe who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll do that if these commentary tricks catch on. Maybe we'll do that for Christmas season. Yeah. Definitely, and I I do have that one, so yay, <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> good, yeah. It's definitely on my like I have my list of like of movies you watch that are, like Halloween, and then movies you watch at Christmas, and that's definitely my like number one is the Christmas one. So, so since so most of you're a member of the Real Fans page, do yes. you participate? Do you participate in the Scarathon? Scarathon? No. You watch, you watch a horror movie every day in October. Okay. Well, I'll have to participate then. That's that. That's one of two things I try to do every October, and I always fail miserably on. Is the scare? <laughs> is, scare is scarathon and draw Halloween. Mm. We have to we have to draw something every day. There's a there's an official calendar out. We have to draw mm. a certain thing in every day. So I'm gonna. I'm more bound and determined this year to do it than I have in years past. Years past, out of like 31 days, I've only drawn like three or four things. Yeah. But, uh, That'd be cool. so hey, guys, follow along with us on uh, on our page. Go to the Real Fans page. Follow along with us on the, uh, you hear it right here, me and Melissa. This, we're we're going to give this challenge thing another try. <laughs> so, 
partake with us in uh, Drawloween if you want to. Partake with us in uh, Scarathon that the Real Fans Real Movies do. We're not we're not taking credit for creating the Scarathon. It's something we I've we've taken from the Real Fans Real Movies. Where if you're a fan of movies too, as much as we are, give them a like and a follow. Follow the podcast. It's a great listen. They do holiday specials. They try to keep up on current movies. They've fallen by the wayside a little bit, but it's a great network. A lot of great people on that page. You can see me, me and Melissa interact every now and then on there. Mm-hmm. Mostly me, mostly me uh, harassing Andy about his new Futurama podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, starting October first. Join us in the join us in the Scarathon. Go on our page. Let us know what scary movie you're watching. I'll I'll even allow Halloween specials if you say, "Hey, I'm watching the Garfield Halloween spectacular. I'm watching Halloween Night is Grinch Night," even though I won't like that because I love the Grinch, but I don't know. I do not like Halloween Night is Grinch Night. <laughs> <laughs> say, "Hey, I'm watching the Great Pumpkin." Hey, I'm watching uh, Halloween. I'm watching Halloween three season of the witch. I'm watching. I'm watching the dream warriors Friday the 13th part or no nightmare on Elm street part three. Damn. I almost, lost my geek, I almost lost my geek card. You almost did. I was going to be like, ah, uh, dude. Cause everyone knows Friday the 13th three is Friday the 13th 3d. Mm. Melissa wouldn't know that cause she hasn't seen any of them. Yeah, so watch where you're pointing that finger. You want to keep that finger? <laughs> so, and hey, if you want to do the Drawloween with us, me and Melissa both love to draw. Make sure you share it on our pages. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of, uh, we're going to try to cram, between September and October, we're going to try to cram a lot of Halloween goodness into it, into the our page. Um, mm-hmm. The only reason why you guys are getting It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, is because it's Amazon Prime's fault. Because we want to do the Adams Family television show, and they robbed that from uh, Melissa. They took it from Melissa. They did. So maybe we'll find a way to make up for that. Um, so guys, throw us some ideas you want to you still want to see us do for Halloween. Um, we're trying our since we're so new to the whole podcasting thing, we do not want to rip off other podcasts by doing. Lancer, well, we kind of reviewed the special, but we also want to do like a commentary track that you could watch along with it. Um, we, we didn't want to do things that get us in the mood for Halloween, to not to rip off Grim Grinning Host that did that last year, or to do, speaking of Grim Grinning Hosts, they did mention Ice Nine Kills, Silver Scream, in that episode too, also by Kenny. Awesome. Me and Kenny are going to be great friends, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like good people. <laughs> Melissa, how about we do another episode about uh, Ice Nine Kills' Silver Screams album? Sure. I love that album. Maybe we'll watch the videos that they've been doing for it. I don't think they have all the videos out yet. but I don't think so. But the, They've done a, quite a few. Yeah. I haven't they've, really followed along with that, but I know of the one that, for, that they did for Thank God It's Friday. They've done, thank God it's Friday, they've done American Nightmare, and they've done Stabbing in the Dark. I know those ones they've done for sure. I think I've, yeah, I think I've seen it, but I haven't watched those ones yet. Yeah. But I know I've only seen parts of them. Yeah. So, so let's, 
Take a note. You're 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 the Yorkador. You're the organized one of this team. <laughs> so guys, we'll bring you we'll bring you that in October. We'll try to bring you that for the Halloween season. We'll review the album Ice Nine Kills. And Melissa will also have a new uh, Five Cent Freak Show album by then too, October first. Yes. Well, oh, I'm excited for that. We could review <laughs> that too. Yes. So we we talk about music a lot, but we haven't done anything music oriented yet. No, and we should. And well, we will be. Yep. There you go. It all works out. All kinds of Halloween content. Maybe we'll have to bring Kenny on for that one too. Because mm-hmm. he's the one that he's the one that brought up Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. Even though I even though I was aware of the album before that episode came out. <laughs> thanks to my thanks to my buddy Brad for that for giving that album. Dude, you gotta listen to this album and he handed me a copy. It's like oh decade of horror movies. Oh I would say use the term horror movies a little loosely on that album because some of the movies they talk about aren't horror movies that they sing about, but, but, but they still work. Yeah, it still works. And it was, yeah, my friend Jenny, she got me onto them because she had, she had listened to it and she's like, this is really awesome. I was like, you know, horror, classic horror movies and stuff. I'm like, okay. And then I took a listen to it and yeah, I loved it. And it was, it was a lot of fun, like guessing what movies they were singing about. And obviously like there was, you know, some of the obvious ones, but it was still, it was still fun. So, yeah. It, I listen it's... to that, those songs like all the time. On my it's, on my playlist. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. We're already starting to dive into it. <laughs> I know. So, uh, <laughs> what we do? We'll we'll wrap this mini episode up now about the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, well, any closing thoughts before we say goodbye? Nope, I don't have anything. Well, <laughs> I've shared my thoughts. <laughs> well, remember, nerds, nerdettes. Junior ambassadors, I'll leave you with two word, two pieces of advice. One thing we do, three things we do not talk about: religion, politics, and the Great Pumpkin. Always remember that. And remember, we're nerds, and uh, we're pretty proud of it. Welcome to the spooky season, friends. Buckle in; it's going to be a great one. Bye. <laughs> Thoughts and opinions expressed by your ambassadors and their guests are theirs and theirs alone. And do not represent the companies they happen to work for. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys.